Hello, everyone. This is Ria with a quick note. This is a preview of an episode exclusive to Little Stories Premium. Little Stories Premium gives you more of the stories you love, an ad-free listening experience, and access to Little Stories for Sleep, an exclusive bedtime podcast featuring brand new sleepy stories perfect for that last track on a bedtime playlist. Subscribe or purchase a gift subscription by visiting littlestoriespremium.com. Now, on to the show. This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Before I get to the story, there's just one thing I have to do. As many of you will remember, my little studio is filled with lots of interesting things, like my cactus collection, ouch, and the remains of my antique teacup collection, oh, my tower of breakable plates, and many other practical items, and also my fireplace. Yes, I have a real fireplace inside my tiny little studio. I use it seasonally, of course, only when it gets unbearably cold in here. When I came in here yesterday, it was a bit chilly, but nothing I couldn't handle. But when I walked in just now, I realized today's the day I must fire up the fireplace. Strike up the fireplace? Light the fire in the fireplace? I can't think of a catchy way to say this, so I will just say... It's time. It's freezing in here, people. My studio is like an icebox. I can't possibly tell you a story when I'm this cold. Especially when my hard metal stool is not just hard metal, but also ice cold metal. That's where I draw the line. So here we go. I'm just going to get a cozy fire going. Then I'll get right to the story. There we go. Mmm, so toasty and warm. The feeling is slowly coming back into my hands and cheeks. Let's get to our story. It's called Little Hedgehog and the Ice Festival. Take it away, Marlo. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine them in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. It was a Saturday night, and Little Hedgehog and BB were deep in concentration, making get-well-soon cards for their teacher, Mr. Lumdrum, who had to miss several days of school due to a broken foot. I may be the first hedgehog to have broken a foot while reading. To be fair, I was simultaneously... When they heard a knock. Usually... They would have popped up and darted to the front door, but they were each at critical junctures in their card-making endeavors. I hope your dad gets the door, little hedgehog, Bibi muttered as she tried to perfect the curl of her cursive G. Me too, little hedgehog murmured as she placed a star sticker in one corner of her card. But the two tiny hedgehogs heard nothing coming from the kitchen nor from Mr. Hedgehog's office, and whoever was trying to get their attention 
was insistent. Hmm, I guess we better go see who it is. All right. Reluctantly, they set down their cards and scampered through the burrow to the front door. Hello. Oh, Bibi, there's no one there. Curious, very curious. The two hedgehogs leaned out the doorway of Little Hedgehog's burrow and peered into the dark of the forest. All they could see were spindly, leafless trees, the glow of the moon from behind a haze of clouds, and a moth fluttering through the air. Bibi, do you think it could have been that moth? I do not believe that moth could have produced the knocking sound we heard. Good point. They shrugged, closed the door, and scampered back to their work. Not one minute later, another knock pierced the silence. Little Hedgehog and Bibi exchanged a look. They both went still for a moment, wondering if they'd hear the sound of Mr. Hedgehog's paw steps. Instead, they heard him working on something in the next room. Where did I put my thesaurus? Bibi, why do you think my dad has not gone to the door yet? Given that we typically have to race to beat your dad to the door, I believe there could be one of two explanations. I'm listening. Number one. Mr. Hedgehog already knows who is at the door and wants us to answer the knocks for some unknown reason. (gasps) Like a special surprise? Perhaps. Okay, what's your second possible explanation? Number two is Mr. Hedgehog is losing his hearing, a regrettable yet common development for hedgehogs of his age and activity level. Hmm. Regardless of the reason, Mr. Hedgehog did not emerge from his room. And the knocking continued. Well, I guess we should see if there's anyone there now. Okay. The two tiny hedgehogs scampered again to the burrow door. But when they creaked it open... Hello? Greetings. There was no one there. All they could see were the trees swaying in the midnight breeze, a sprinkling of stars in the sky, and a crow in a nearby tree. Bibi, how can someone be knocking on the door when we are holding open the door and there is clearly no one knocking against it? (gasps) Bibi, is there an invisible creature knocking on the door of my burrow? Hello, invisible creature? Are you there? Bibi blinked. Little hedgehog, I believe the knocking is coming from elsewhere in the burrow. I believe it may be coming from your bedroom. Hmm... Little Hedgehog and Bibi scampered back down the hall. On the way there, they heard Mr. Hedgehog muttering to himself, Now where did I put my dictionary of idioms? Back in Little Hedgehog's room, the knocking was much louder. Bibi, how did we think that knocking was coming from the front door? I propose it was due to our strong association between knocking and the front door. One expects knocking to originate from the front door, and it seems our sense perceptions were distorted due to our own expectations based on repeated experiences over time. Sounds plausible to me, Bibi. Indeed, the knocking was not coming from the front door of Little Hedgehog's burrow, but it was coming from the the bookcase. Someone was knocking on the backside of Little Hedgehog's bookcase. 
Months earlier, Little Hedgehog and Bibi had discovered that behind the bookcase in question, there was a tunnel that led to an underground water recreation facility, as well as to a competitive diving arena. It was delightfully convenient to have an underground passageway located so close by. In the months since this discovery, the two tiny hedgehogs had witnessed a trail of ants travel into the tunnel. March past the prickly bears, march, march, march past the prickly bears toward this mysterious tunnel. But they'd never, not even once, witnessed anyone come out of it. It seemed that someone was trying to do just that. There is so much more to this story. You can hear the full episode by becoming a Little Stories Premium subscriber. Visit littlestoriespremium.com to join. And thank you, as always, for listening in.